This is the John Oakley Show podcast. As one John Oakley would say, a great day for talk radio. But I don't have a bell. All I have is my own little thing. Uh, and uh, 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 That works, no? It's a great day for talk radio. Uh, and uh, 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 All right, there you go. That's my thing. I don't have a bell. Um, you know, this happens every time you get a long weekend, and certainly in time for the summer break. Uh, the predictable gas price hike is upon us. And this year we got a little bit of a different situation. We got like a triple threat because we're paying not just the costs of the more expensive summer blend. The carbon tax is driving up the prices. Now we're also dealing with the volatility of um, Middle East tension as the saber rattling uh, continues between Donald Trump and Iran and this whole talk of war. So we're expecting gas prices to go up about four cents this weekend. I think the average around the GTA is about a buck 31 right now. So if you can find it cheaper, get it. But it's going to keep creeping up. Now, now we got nothing to complain about. I mean, if you look at what's going on in BC, they're paying upwards of a dollar eighty. People are driving to the United States and filling up, you know, cans to get cheaper gas. It is it is really crushing people. Let's bring Dan McTague into this conversation. He's with, of course, GasBuddy.com. Hello, Dan. Good afternoon, Alex. Good to be here. What are we looking at over the next month and a half as far as pricing? Uh, it's going to be a bit of a tug of war, Alex. Um, we saw two, three weeks ago we were paying a dollar thirty-three point nine. Today it's a dollar twenty-eight point nine. Uh, so uh, no one expected that to happen. But as you quite rightly pointed out, uh, the tensions uh, caused by President Trump and President Xi going at each other over the issue of uh, trade is uh, scaring a lot of people, spooking a lot of people. If it were to happen, intensify obviously means recessions. Recessions means less demand, which means the futures prices for oil and gasoline could drop. But just as uh, likely as that scenario could play out, uh, all you know, along comes Iran, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, missiles being launched into uh, uh, Saudi Arabia earlier this week, and suddenly we hear about uh, something we haven't heard of quite some time: geopolitical tensions coming out of the Middle East. You know, we've heard that one before, but that's why prices rallied on the U.S. benchmark uh, markets on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they really stopped dead in their tracks again today. So what we're looking at, uh, medium term, uh, pretty much what you see is what you're going to get. Uh, as uh, your colleagues this morning here on uh, AM640, uh, Global uh, Toronto uh, point, pointed out, uh, gas prices will be up uh, two cents tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But here's something that uh, you hear from one particular station. I won't mention it. Uh, all news. Uh, they're saying it go up a penny on Sunday. Again, they got it wrong. It's going down a penny on Sunday. So you'd be back to a dollar twenty nine point nine. So no need to panic just yet. No need to panic just yet. But but over time, and you know, we're starting to, get to see the polling on this. Canadians are struggling. I mean, this notion that everyone's just going to jump out of their gas-guzzling car and jump into a hovercraft or some kind of electric vehicle is not realistic for most Canadians. And and certainly if you're stuck having to commute from long distances, they're the people that get hurt the most. Alex, it's uh, unfair, it's unfortunate, and I think it's uh, tone-deaf to what is really happening out there. A lot of people are looking at the fact that no matter what they do to be more efficient, when you have a government that permits blocking of pipelines, that in turn is leading to a weaker Canadian dollar, and that in turn is leading to a 20 cent a litre 
premium to gasoline. In other words, because the Canadian dollar isn't responding to higher oil prices everyone's getting, and our number one export continues to be blocked, mm-hmm. it means the Canadian dollar is badly devalued. And on a day like today, I can tell you that if the Canadian dollar was trading at par, as it did in the days when it was a petrol loony not too long ago, you'd be paying in Toronto no more than a dollar eight to a dollar nine a liter, and that would be it. And there wouldn't a be dollar eight. I, how how did we get to the point where we celebrate at a dollar eight? You know, when I lived in Alberta, I was paying forty cents. Forty cents. Well, and that and by the way, that was considered I mean it was a long time ago, but that was considered cheap. I just all of a sudden we, we are accepting hey a buck ten, I'll take it. Yeah, well and if you remove the carbon tax of five cents, you'd yeah. be down to a dollar three. And I can I can go on. If the McGinty government in Ontario had not increased by eight percent, adding to the HST, you'd down to 95 cents a liter so look uh, a lot of this is our own fault um and you know it really depends on the people out there who are complaining and saying things are unaffordable and the worst thing we want to try to do is say well go out and buy yourself a sixty thousand dollar electric car at the end of the day it's far more expensive to maintain and uh, there's a lot of very good fuel efficient vehicles that last a, a long time that can do the same and save you a lot of money but i won't go down that road what i'm more concerned about is that poll after poll whether it's from the private sector Toyota had one earlier this week about uh, people's intentions not to drive the summer and spend money on tourism because they are yeah. having to put more and more money towards energy, mm-hmm. and not just energy for driving, but also the cost of heating. You know, it's going to go down to four degrees tonight if I'm yeah. listening to your weather report. Mm-hmm. Our furnaces are still on, for goodness sakes. It's almost near the end of May. I know. I turned it on this morning. I Literally, when I left the house today, I had to turn it on. I turned the air conditioning on, and I turned that back on. But you're right. It does. It hurts everyday people. Um, but, you know, I think some are looking for the government to say, hey, you got to do something, certainly if you're living in B.C., because they're Prices are out of control, and I don't know where it's going to end in B.C. You've got John Horgan's like, well, let's call a, an inquiry. Well, is that man so stupid that he doesn't understand what's driving this up? But Absolutely. what can and what will the government do at some point? Uh, he's he's tiptoeing around the issue, and he knows full well that he's playing for time. But he has no one to blame but himself and his little buddy there in the in the, uh, the three green seats that have basically shut down the pipeline, a pipeline that's oversubscribed, that can't send down more gasoline. All their left-wing friends came out and tried to attack the work I was doing, which is to say that there was a shortage. And there's been a chronic shortage there for some time. How do I know? Well, when Trans Mountain Pipeline in 2013 sent a note to the National Energy Board saying, we need to expand this pipeline, they weren't doing it because they were being cute. They're doing it because they know the existing pipeline, built in 1953, modified a few times, mm-hmm. cannot send enough gasoline and oil down to that down the pipe to help that market. So today they're paying a buck seventy-one a liter tomorrow. They call it a buck seventy-two as of midnight tonight, and about a third of that is the result of high taxation, a government that has taxed the living daylights out of uh, fuel, mm-hmm. uh, and of course a government that says let's block pipelines but at the same time, not take into account that blocking those pipelines is leading to a weaker Canadian dollar, which is costing every Canadian. Yeah, and quickly, I've only got like two minutes left, but this is such an important story and it got no attention this week, but Bill C-48 and Bill C-69, which are both in front of the Senate, these are the tanker ban uh, yes. pieces of legislation that will literally landlock and crush Canada's energy sector. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, the Senate at a committee managed to get Bill C-48. They shut that thing down. It yep. could still go through, but that's a good sign that Bill C-48 has been essentially, I think, uh, rejected by the uh, Senate committee. Very poor piece of legislation coming from my old Liberal Party. These folks don't know what they're doing except trying to uh, play cute with the most extreme uh, you know, activist, eco-activism that you could see that basically prevented any kind of shipment, uh, only Canadian. Mm-hmm. on the west coast of this country. There are sensitive areas, to be sure, 
this was terrible overreach, a lack of consultation and interest by Liberal members of Parliament who basically put a rubber stamp on it to try to be trendy. They could have probably brought the entire energy sector of this country, the number one industry in this country, to its knees. Now, if we can get rid of C69, that's the anti-pipeline built mm-hmm. uh, bill. That's the one that, uh, again, Liberals cheerfully passed uh, and without any due regard to what's happening with respects to uh, its implications for Canadians as a whole. If we can get that defeated, then it's a, it, it's a it's a slam dunk and thank god we're coming close to an election so we can actually hold these folks feet to the fire because what they've done here is is really uh legislative vandalism well i'm just glad the uh, senate actually had some sober second thought for a change I, I'll, I'll take i'll take what we can get uh dan thanks so much for joining us appreciate it my pleasure thanks for having me and have a great weekend now. you as well sir that is dan mctagg of gasbuddy.com if you ever want to check out the prices of gas but yeah we've, we've got a, a a real struggle ahead of us so let's dig into this because there's new polling out talking about uh you know how canadians are you know dealing with this and i'd like to know from you and you can give us a call we're going to take a quick break 416 870 6400 or star 640 and if you're outside the gta triple eight two 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 talk two two five talk two two five talk i'll get these numbers after a few more years um but i want to know you know are you changing your travel habits because of the prices have you changed any of your spending habits because of the gas prices certainly out in bc they are people are canceling road trips they're not traveling they're not doing stuff Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.